It's your boy Nino the Kid, and I'm here with my little sis Kathleen Natea, and we are here loud in the theater, bringing you more of what you like based on sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. We bring it to you right here. Let's talk about the new movies, the old movies. Let's compare the movies, the remakes, and all of that. We got you covered in all fields. Yep. Kathleen, what's going on? How was the week? The week was long. As you know, waiting for this election to be done. Right, right. And I guess that's something to make big noise about, that Donald Trump has been fired as president of the United States. Big noise. Not that we talked about this a little bit. I'm not feeling that great about it because I feel like no matter which way we turn it, even though I voted for Biden, I feel like uh, white supremacy won. And so I'm a little sad to have to continue living in this country as a black woman. But anyway, um, yeah, that's what my week has been. And working on my thesis, I'm in the the last few weeks of editing. I have so far edited uh, five of the 140 something, nearly 150 pages. Wow. So, so we're on page five. There yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. <clears throat> wow. Uh, yeah. We are 145 more. There we yeah, go. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, well, yes, I guess definitely big noise to know that our president, commander in chief, has now been exchanged for someone else. Yeah, pretty much. Actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let's let's cheery up the place. Uh, you got anything you want to make some big noise about? <clears throat> um, actually, uh, mine was just getting rid of Trump. I, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna keep oh, going. Okay. Well. You know, it was just getting rid of Trump. But at the same time, I know my country. I know America. This is America. So I know how we, it goes. We'll get rid of one douchebag just to replace him with somebody who's a little less harsh. And then four years later, they give us somebody who's worse than Trump. You know, I think Trump was worse than Bush. So this this is it's, it's just part of the plan. You know, yeah. Feed, yeah, feed you crumbs, but let you look Bush. at the entree. Huh? I call that feeding you crumbs while I let you look at the entree. I guess. I don't know. I feel like we ain't never seen no entree. So (laughs) I don't know know if that even compares it. We've never seen what this country could be without racism and white supremacy. So I don't I don't think we've ever even seen the entree. They don't even let us in the kitchen. Um, Yeah. So big noise for me. Um, my short story, All of Us, was featured on Tor.com's list of must-read speculative short fiction. Go read that. So, <clears throat> I done posted the links. So go yeah. read that. It's dope. I enjoyed it. Everybody that's read it have given me feedback and said they enjoyed it. Go read that, man. Show yeah. some Black authors. <clears throat> Please do, please, especially black. Oh shit! Knock <laughs> <laughs> my whole mic over. I kicked it by mistake. Um, yeah, especially black speculative speculative fiction writers. Um, black people have other things to talk about besides oppression and antebellum South and slavery and racism. We have so many stories to tell. Um, Black people can be werewolves and fairies and witches and all that shit. So check that shit out. 
<clears throat> just so you know, most of the coolest everythings have been black. To be honest with you. Uh, yeah, at least not white. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> put that out there, to be honest with you. Like, just saying. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you want the vanilla ice cream or you want some strawberry or some chocolate or, you know what I'm saying? Vanilla bean even. Anyway, moving on. Right. <laughs> moving on. But today we're going to go into Little Monsters 2019. If you're looking for this movie, search it up just like that. Little Monsters 2019. Or Little Monsters Lupita. Great movie. Because Lupita stars in it. <clears throat> yeah, before we get into that, quick question. Let's go. Do you have a horror sci-fi fantasy movie that you hate? That there is nothing that can make you ever want to watch that movie again. You saw it once, maybe even twice, but no matter what, every time you just want to punch the person who made it in the face. Yeah, I got a couple of those movies. Let's uh, hear it. Um, number one, I can say is Batman and Robin, where George Clooney mm. came in and stepped With the nipples. Batman. Yes, the Batman suit with the nipples. Oh man, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Mm -hmm. Vivica Fox shouldn't even been there. The way they portrayed Bane as this. Vivica was in that movie? Yes, Vivica Fox is in that movie. The only role in that movie that was actually played good, and I feel like if you're ever in a Batman movie and you get blessed with this role, this is one role that has never been fucked up. So if you actually ruined this role, it was you. And that's Alfred. That was the only role in that movie. I mean, there's not much to do there to fuck it up. Like, you have yes. to be actively trying to fuck up that role. Yes, yes. but... <clears throat> Nobody can, you can't get that role wrong. And that was the only actor, the only role in that movie that I was like, all right, this movie should have just been called Alfred. Because nobody else in this movie is desirable at this point. Alicia Silverstone was a bombshell when that movie came out, but as Batgirl, you should know. <laughs> I didn't even know Star she was in that movie. I only know about Arnold Schwarzenegger and the nipples on the bat suit. Yes, George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, Alicia Silverstone, Uma Thurman, Swartz. Uh, oh, yeah, Uma Thurman is it? I forgot. Yeah, she is. Um, yes, uh, Michael Gaw, um, Robert Sween, uh, John Glover, who's actually a very good actor. He actually played um, Lex Luthor's father in Smallville. Um, very, I love, I, I love his acting, but not for this movie. It's just horrible. <laughs> um, just every everything about this movie is just just awful. I just wanted to just like even Coolio was in this movie as a bank teller. What the hell? Like this, this, ugh. It, 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 it didn't I've never seen it. Any justice to anybody at any time <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> this was not a fan favorite for DC fans period. <laughs> so if you're a fan of the comic book skip that one. <laughs> I've never I've I've never seen this movie. I don't um I don't really care for Batman movies to be honest with you. I find Batman as a superhero to be kind of boring. It's I just I I'm sorry. I know I'm probably going to be, you know, hated for that, yeah. but I just find him to be boring. Like he's a rich white man. 
How uneventful. Who cares? I mean, so like, is Tony Stark. So is who? Tony Stark. Yeah, but he at least is snarky and funny. Batman don't even give us the sarcasm and the jokes. He's yeah. just somber all the time. Like, it's not fun. But remember the early, <laughs> the early Batman movies when they first started coming out with Jack Nicholson and all that? These were Tim Burton's movies. So, Tim... Yeah, but think about what you enjoy about these Batman movies. The villains. You exactly. enjoy the villains. Uh, villains. Batman okay. himself is not... Yeah, he's Batman. Yeah. yeah. Batman. He's I, Even though Christian Bale's the greatest Batman ever. Christian Bale's the greatest Batman. He actually knocked Michael Keaton down one spot. I gotta so, believe whatever you tell me here, because I probably one of the greatest Batmans is the greatest Batman. Batman so. and Superman are two characters that I'm like, eh, who needs them? <laughs> Batman, Superman, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Captain America. Meh, who needs him? Like Captain America. Nah, he is everything I hate about America. Overly entitled white man who sees no fallacies in his own existence, thinks he's perfect, and thinks he's the one to go and fix everyone else. The last part I agree with, everything else before that, I know. Because he does see his wrong. Does he? Yeah. Does he? Does he? He does. I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. I can't got the letter he wrote to Tony, apologizing about everything, knowing knowing who killed his parents. You know, he sent them a letter. He, he knows yes, but how long did he hold on to and justify that behavior, though? I mean... Look he, what it had to turn into before he decided to apologize. He was still trying to look what America had to turn into for some white people to be like, <laughs> Oh, wait, racism still is here. America, <laughs> don't catch him slipping up. <laughs> everything I hate about this country, <laughs> I don't like him. I'm good. And Anthony Mackie as Captain America, I'm not looking forward to it. I cannot stand um, Anthony Mackie. Anyway, that's not what the question is. Let's move on because I will go off on a tirade. I cannot stand him. Anyway, let's go on to my answer to the question. Okay. Um, I don't think most people are going to like this. And we've talked about it a little before, but I really hate the Hellraiser movies. They're fucking terrible. They're so bad. The story is bad. The plot makes no sense. The acting is terrible. The makeup oh, is trash. Man. It's bad. They're not good movies. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to like them so badly. I really want to like them, but they are awful movies. I mean, after the first three, I could stick, I could stick with the first three. I'm okay, but the rest of them is trash. Because pretty can't... much, I've seen every single one of them. I think I've seen all except maybe two, maybe seen, one or two. Seen every single one of them. And I say when it became less of by Clive Barker and turned into story or inspired by Clive Barker, then that's what, once it became inspired by, or, you know, then I was like, all right, these are just dudes with a camera and, leftover Halloween shit. See, the first one, I I respect Hellraiser for the role that it has played in, in, in horror history. I respect it. But I tried within the past year to past, past year, pronounce your words, within the past year <laughs> to rewatch Hellraiser 1, it was so bad. I could not get through the first 15 minutes. I was like, this is... Wow terrible what is i was like what the fuck is going on i don't even understand and i remember that 
my whole life I've been confused about the story and plot of Hellraiser but I thought that's because I watched it as a kid and you know you miss shit when you're a kid so I was like I'm gonna watch it as a grown woman and it's all gonna make sense and I'm gonna love it it did (laughs) not make sense (laughs) I was like what the fuck is going on this movie is so stupid it's so dumb it's so dumb and the things they do to try and shock and like it's just like y'all are doing too much it's too much i don't like i don't like i tried the time it came out it was definitely shocking to see hooks come out of nowhere and peel all the skin off see but that's not even what i'm talking about it's the things that they did that was like y'all are doing too much yes it is it's working it's gory and it's gross but it's like scale it back a little you know what i mean like scale it back give me a good story and some good characters to follow and scale back on the gorgeous a little like the baby that was like stapled to a damn pillar a baby that's terrible but i i don't see the point of that it was like here look at this shocking baby stapled to a poor like okay i think that was you know letting you know that no one is exempt but that. that's the thing. Why? Why would a baby be damned to hell? Why? Well, exactly. Who knows? The Bible gives you all kinds of weird but stuff. But wouldn't it they have been scarier? And all kinds of weirdness. But wouldn't it have been scarier if there were some rules set in place? I mean, those rules ended up coming into play. Like, eh, well, you start hearing more about those movies come the third installment, fourth installment of the movie. But why you got to get that far into it for them to be like, here are some guidelines and some rules. Let's give a plot to this shit show. <laughs> like, come on. It, I didn't like. I just, you know, it's me. And I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me. No, it's not just you. Even my girls. Me and when, when me and you was going over um, Hellraiser and I rewatched um, the first two I believe I watched the first two and she was with me. We watched it the whole time she was watching the movie. And, you know, she was just like, no, no, <laughs> it's just a terrible. No, no, no. They're just and I'm not looking at her like, no, this used to this, this, the part right here that made me put my feet under the covers and not hang off the side of the bed. She's no, no, <laughs> no, I'm not feeling no. And she's a scary ass person. And that okay? tells you something. She wasn't even scared. She was just disappointed. She right. was just like, what is this trash? No, no, no. So, hey, what am I going to say? I guess it's one of those uh, you got to have the appetite for. It's not even about that for me because I can watch a gory movie if the gore has like plot and purpose and makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like the first hostile movie. That shit is gory and gross, but it makes sense within the story and the plot is strong and I can follow these characters and I'm like, okay, I get it. Oh yeah, there's a lot at stake and at any moment shit can happen. But this, it was like, I don't even know what's at stake or why it's at stake. I don't know what is happening. I don't like, all you got to do is have this box. Anybody in the room can go, not just the person that touched the box. I don't even, I just happened to walk in when they hit the right part of the box. I wasn't even here the whole time they was fucking with it. I got to die too now. It don't make sense. No, they, they let you see, like, even in the second one, there was a girl that she was just nice with puzzles. So the doctor in the hospital gives her the box and he's watching her behind, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Double double glass mirrors or whatever? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Two-way, two-way mirrors. Two-way mirror. So when the Cenobites came and they saw her after she opened the box, they saw her, they, they looked at her and they said, no, she's just hands. 
she's innocent. And then they looked at the two-way mirror and they said, curiosity's that way. And they went for him. They left her alone. I don't remember that one. She that was, must be one, she of, one of the ones I did not see. No, that's part two. That's the second one. Yeah, so I don't think girl, I ever saw part two. So they're basically at a mental institution. It's a girl there. She suffered some trauma. So after the trauma, she never spoke a word. The only thing she was good at was puzzles. And the doctor gave her that box because he found it in the house from part one. Mm. So again, plot holes. <laughs> Why is the baby on the pillar? <laughs> Yo, chatterbox. You mean to tell me the baby sat there and did that puzzle and they was like, get that baby. That baby, <laughs> what the fuck? When they reveal who the Cenobites were in life, and I think that's in, uh, no, that's in the second installment, actually. When they reveal who the Cenobites are in life. Chatterbox was a little boy. I know that. No story on how he got to be the way he is. Uh, the girl with the, the diamond cut in her throat. Yeah. The wires coming out. She's a teenage girl. Her name is just Sorry. female Cenobite. Right. That's <laughs> it. She don't even have a real name. It's just female right. Cenobite. And you got the fat one with the tiny glasses. Right. Exactly. And you called Blubber or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And then you got Pinhead. He's the only one with a backstory. He was a soldier. I didn't know Pinhead's backstory, actually. Yes. He was a soldier at war. And... During the war, he came across the box and he solved the box during the war. And it was all curiosity for him because the, I believe he was fighting in Korea or something like that. I, I don't remember where he was fighting at, but more or less, wherever he was fighting, wherever he was at war at, that was something in one of the villages that they took over that the people in the village was trying to keep and they were dying for it. And he got his hands on it and solved it. Accidentally. I would rather know the origin of the box than the origin of the Cenobites. That one comes in, I think it's called Hellraiser Bloodline. And that's the one that's the worst one because Hellraiser up in face. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones that I tried to watch. And I was like, oh, this is garbage. And I just turned it off. First, so I might have missed that one because I was just, I couldn't get through it. Yeah, the first, I say the first 45 to an hour of that movie shows like the dude who made the box, the toy maker making the box, the black magic he did and how it got passed down through the generations, how he kept getting reincarnated to stop the box. Cause it was nobody else's responsibility but his. He kept getting reincarnated to stop it. When was he reincarnated to stop it? That was Every, supposed to be in all the movies? No, this, no, not in all the movies, just in Bloodline. That's how they ended up in space. He started out. Imagine if they would have given that to us in the first one, though. Right. Instead of this weird shit with a bloody mattress and a man with no skin. <laughs> but he even tells you how he got the box. He I don't even recall that. I just recall. Why is this woman kissing him? He don't got no lips. You know what? He, Let's he move got on. the box basically because um he was looking for new pleasures. And He's one of those eccentric dudes who has all, all the kinds of sex that you could possibly have. And he was looking for something new. There ain't many kinds of sex you can have. Many types of people you can have sex with, but ain't many kinds. But what, kind <laughs> there's there's only so for? many holes and devices one can use. <laughs> whatever, whatever kind of sex he was looking for, humans was not gratifying that, that need. Oh. Or better yet, people with skin was not gratifying this need for him. He needed hooks to rip the skin off and get down to the nitty gritty to the pink knee. Ew. I, I don't know, but that's, yeah, that's what he was looking for. And that's pretty much, that's how he got the box. 
I'm 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 gonna say this. I have not thrown Hellraiser to the to the wolves. I have not given up on the movies. I will give them a try again. I will push through because I do want us to do a versus Hellraiser and Thirteen Ghosts. I feel like they have a lot in common, mm, and I would like us to do not that. Not for nothing. I, I gotta yes. say it. I gotta say it. Thirteen Ghost Monsters are Come top on. notch. And the Come fact on. that they based off of the Zodiac, the Black Zodiac. Come on. Love them. They're so good. And, and the fact I, that they they are all so very different and they all had some real life trauma that led up to them being what they were in death. It wasn't yeah. like they were just regular people and then hell just shot up out of a box and ate right. them up and made them that right. way. No, life ate them up and made them that way. That shit. hard life. They haunted wherever they died at, and Come somebody on. captured it. They played Ghostbusters with them, captured yes. their souls, and then trapped them somewhere else. I re- I love Thirteen Ghosts, and I I don't I think it's a very underrated um horror. I do. I really like that movie. But anyway, let's move on. We got a whole last movie to talk about. Right. Um, I was in the mood for a zombie movie, and so CJ suggested Little Monsters. Yes. I at first was like, nah, because that's like, it's like a comedy kind of thing. And I wanted some real like survival, like struggling through it, like Dawn of the Dead type shit. Right, you know what right, I mean? That's right. what I was in the mood for. But then I was like, you know, hey, let's let's watch something new. Let's see something different. And to be honest, this was a survival movie. Yes, yes it, it was. It was very much surviving in a zombie, like right at the beginning of a zombie apocalypse. And I don't know about you, but when this movie was over, I walked away from it feeling joyful. Like this was a feel-good-ass movie in spite of the content. It was. I thought um, at first, I had to watch this movie twice. I'm not going to lie. The first time I watched it, my initial thought on this was like, this is incredibly cheesy. Really? Yeah, it it was. It it was. Very cheesy. Yeah, it was. So after I watched it the second time, you know, I started to really pay less attention to some of the bad acting that was going on in the movie. And, you know, because not everyone was a bad actor. Some of the bad acting in that movie, I paid less attention to that and paid more attention to what the movie was actually giving me in terms of the comedy aspect of it. And I think they nailed the comedy pretty, pretty well. Pretty well. I think they did very good with the comedy aspect of it. I don't know if I think the comedy was strong for me so much as just, I guess because of the time that we're in, seeing this Black woman, Lupita Nyong'o, that you were like, you know what's her name? But seeing her like champion for these kids, keep them all alive, did not lose not one child and got to the end and they were all singing Taylor Swift songs in quarantine. And it was like, I needed to see that shit. I needed to see some happy ass five-year-olds just being happy and oblivious to the crazy that's going on in the world. I needed that. And that right there was was something in itself because as far as strong black leads go, when she pulled uh what's what's old boy name? Teddy McGiggles. Teddy McGiggles to the side and let him know, bro, bro my job as a teacher is tasked with keeping them safe. You're ruining it. Mm-hmm. And I will take drastic measures on you. Mm-hmm. She put that little bunny up in his ribs. Yes. She had him. She's like, say, the, say voice. the voice. Say the voice. Do the voice. He was like, oh, <laughs> Daddy, make giggles needed a cuddle. <laughs> like, oh, he was so fucking scared. 
<laughs> and I was like, why is Teddy McGiggles crying? Oh, he's just so overjoyed. <laughs> like, okay. As far as strong black leads go, I believed she brought those kids home. She yeah. brought them home. Boy. She did. A, it was good. I, I enjoyed that. That I needed that energy. It's it, it was it was just good positive energy, even though it was a zombie apocalypse movie. Which, to be honest with you, it's not an apocalypse. Right. It it's was a zombie it was outbreak. Much, uh, contained. It was an outbreak. It was contained in a specific mm-hmm. area. You which know, I which think never happens in a movie. Never happens never in happened. any they movie. Never it's that. always the whole world is having this happen at the same time. And to exactly. be honest with you. I feel like this is more realistic to what would happen in real life. It would be a contained outbreak because what, of course it's always, it's either a sickness where everybody gets sick and then they become zombies after they die. And that's how it happens. It's like a pandemic situation. Mm-hmm. And then we have the uh, situation where the dead just start rising up from their graves and no one can understand why and what's going on. Right. But I feel like outside of those two possibilities where you have like a government facility where they escape from or something comes out, like it's likely that it will just be in one area and they'll be able to contain it and stop it. But did you hear the soldiers when they were like, oh, it's a zombie outbreak and they were like, fast or slow? And they were like, slow. I was like, so they do this so often that they're just like, whatever. They know. They know. When I heard him say that fast or slow, I was like, these motherfuckers, this, this is something that they've been practicing. It's routine. They've had drills. Yeah, they've had drills on this. They know exactly what to do. And in a lot of cases, in a lot of cases with government in real life, when things are brand new to the public, the government already has a plan. Mm-hmm. So they don't tell us, but they, they have a plan. Mm-hmm. So it, it, yeah. it, it was definitely, I, I, I appreciated definitely her strong role. Even, uh, uh, Josh Gad, uh, that played Teddy McGiggles. Uh, Which I appreciated to- his role because I appreciate his role because it, there was some honesty there that <laughs> a lot of these you got rappers who don't like to rap. You got ball players who don't like crowds. You you have you know people who entertain kids who don't like kids. Which. I felt like was a huge cliche. I felt like his role was a big cliche because every we've always seen that character that's like the host of a kid's show, which, um, you know, Teddy McGiggles is the host of this kid's show where he dances and sings and he has the bad word song and blah, blah, blah. And that's such a cliche to have. As soon as the camera goes off, they're like, fuck them kids. They hate, they hate <laughs> these little motherfuckers. That's such a cliche. Like it's been on every sitcom yeah. at this point. And yeah. to be honest with you, I was watching that thinking, I wish it was Jack Black. Yes, he could have been. Jack Black would have played that. He would have killed that role. Beyond belief. Beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that would have been a good role for him. Mm-hmm. Even um the little boy, uh, Max, played by uh, Charlie Whiteley. Whitley? Max? Max yeah. is the bully. Max was that heavyset kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a little temper tantrum at towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even his role, I thought his role, you know, especially when it came to that temper tantrum, he bust. Oh, I thought all these kids, considering they're like five year, five and six years old, right? Excellent. Yes, Felix. Um, I think his name in, uh, is I don't know what his Diesel, real name is. Diesel Latorca. I don't want to get his name wrong. I think it's Diesel Latorca. Oh, Diesel. Yeah. Somebody did that. To me. But, right. I mean, Diesel on screen will probably look good in bold letters. 
<laughs> I mean, it works for Vin Diesel, but that's not even his real name. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought Felix did so good when he's pretending to be Darth Vader and yes. he walked into yes. the woman having sex and he was like, like with his hand trying to make doors close and shit. And she was no. like, <laughs> no, he had me going. It made me think of uh, that that story Kevin Hart told in his stand up when his son couldn't get the Spider Man thing to work. <laughs> and the little boy sitting at the that. table trying to get the, um, he was trying to get something on the other side of the table. So he's sitting there going, oh, and it wasn't moving. He looked at his hand like, yo, the force isn't working. Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and that story with Kevin Hart told, his son got into a fight. And, and the kid that he was fighting was like, Yo, put your hands up. And the boy, his son went, Oh, no. And the boy looked at him like, Okay, and beat him up. And he was like, He gets back to the car with, with Kevin. He's like, I don't know what went wrong. So then he goes to his <laughs> pops. He goes, And then Kevin, you know, to make his son feel better, he does, ah, 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 That's me. why he used to work in then. And his son goes, Oh, I had the safety on. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that poor baby. Oh man, that poor oh, baby. That's a so shame. Felix, you did a good job. Uh yeah, Diesel, he did a Diesel, great Diesel, job. Diesel, the, great the kid job. that played Felix did a great job. I mean, I um, even like um uh David's role. He was he was probably the cheesiest character in, in the movie. Um David, I hated his character. Yes, Alexander England. To be honest with you. The whole beginning of the movie until Lupita joins in, I hate it. I hate it. I did not understand why we needed this whole fight sequence between him and his ex-girlfriend or whatever. It, right. it was like, why do we need all of this? Especially since that none of that comes into play later on in the movie. I mean, I never come back was, to that. I think that was to show the fact that he was a giant child. But you it know, didn't I, show I think, that. I, that's what I took from it. I took that, you know, his girlfriend basically was moving on with an older man because she was tired of his immaturity and his lackadaisical, lackadaisical lifestyle. And towards the end of the movie, as he's singing with the kids, you can see even his hair changed. Like towards right. the end of the movie, you can see the growth in him as a person, you know. But prior to that, he was just like, you know, even when he hit Max in the head with the door so he could get... First of all, I love that scene. I thought that scene was fan-fucking-tastic. I loved that shit. Max needed that. But I've, I'm not talking about the stuff where they showed him with his living on his sister's couch and then trying to bring the kid. I'm talking about that whole beginning credits part where him and the girlfriend are arguing and they show all the different areas where they're arguing. Right. Why do we need that? I it mean, didn't add anything because we didn't learn anything about that character through that. We don't know why they're arguing. We don't know what's going on until after they stop. And then they show he he's talking about, oh, we were fighting because she wants kids and I don't. Okay. And you could have just he, showed us one he, fight. One he was fight. Living, he was living in a memory that he could not let go of. Right. When he None of that stuff was revealed in those fight sequences, though. Right. None of that was revealed in that montage. We didn't get that information until after that. So what was the point of that montage? Uh, the girlfriend did not come back into the movie until after, until, no, even after they he walked in on her with the new dude. We never saw her again. So what right. was the point? 
what was the point i could see if like she comes back in at the end and it's like oh he's changed now they're back together and that's the story arc but I no mean, the Liz, story arc was for him to end up with lupita which is another thing like how did Carlene, yeah her? with miss carlene you know he was that was he she became his love interest he was trying to get with that you know but in order to for him to get that he had a whole lot of growing to do i mean even when he sung that song on the bus which was a mess yes and she had to stop him like i don't think they're ready <laughs> they're, they're not ready really appropriate what you're doing right now yeah yeah but and my thing is i get that he had to grow i completely understand that but i'm saying is that they established his character very well after that fight montage that fight montage did not add anything to his characterization i didn't need that to know that he was an asshole because i don't know why they're fighting we start the movie in a fight and we don't know what they're fighting about they're not even saying things that make sense he's talking about when you put the ketchup on the thing and the blood we don't even know what the fuck they're talking about the only thing i took from that was he was a broken man coming from a broken situation and he needed to he needed to recover you know that's what i took from that aspect i the agree was broken you know? i agree but it's bad writing it was bad writing because they could have done that without that montage. Agreed. They could have done that without, they could have given us one fight and they could have in that one fight had them say, I'm tired of having this same fight over and over again. And boom, with that line, we know they've been fighting about this for years. Right. Right. We didn't need to see a whole montage of them fighting in different places with different friends. And, and, and we didn't need that for what we didn't even need. The, they could have given us the moment where he's like, okay, I'm going to propose to her or whatever. And not even have that new guy there. Like none of that was necessary when none of those people play into the rest of the movie. Right. And it doesn't show us anything about him. We already learned that he was immature, inconsiderate. We already learned that he was selfish and dumb and filthy out of work, out of luck, out of opportunities, out of choices. We knew all this stuff about him without that scene of him going back to propose to her. That only made me like him even less because I already didn't like him. I hated his guts throughout the whole beginning of the movie. Right. And that just made me like him even less. And I, it didn't make me pity him. I didn't feel sorry for him if they yeah, wanted yeah, that. That was the one thing. I never felt sorry for him through this entire movie. Never. Everything that was happening to him, I felt like he was just somebody that was just too too immature to find him his way into a better mm -hmm. situation. So he was going to continue and remain in these situations. Even mm -hmm. when old girl told him, yo, you got to get out of my house. And, and he started crying. And she paused like, is this motherfucker crying? Right. right. <laughs> After you took my son out of his bed in the middle of the night right. and right. had me scared in this fucking house to get something happened. You crying? Are you serious? The fuck right. out of here. So nah. definitely. He was definitely immature. And he had a lot of growing to do within this movie. And I think that the, as the movie progressed, it showed his growth. You know, in terms mm -hmm. of him interacting with Miss Colleen and and the children in her class, you know, and even to when be it came with to you, his no, go ahead, go ahead. Even when it came to uh, the heroic actions, when it was, I expected him to walk out into the zombies, you know, the zombie horde to 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 grab whatever provisions they needed on the inside of their refuge, mm -hmm. and it turned out that, of course our strong black lead took that role and she went out there and she thugged it out with the zombies and came back, you know, on that hero run mm -hmm. for them kids, you know, and he stayed back and he, he played den mother, you know, but at the same time, he was growing in that moment. He was, he was mm -hmm. taking those, those moments right there was showing growth with him. And I, I thought that was pretty good. I didn't yeah. think that was too bad to the story. I thought that was, 
I thought it actually was needed in the story it was, because right. of for him specifically for his character. Right. You're right. He, it was needed for him to stay behind with the kids while she went out. He needed that. He needed to be right. in there with the kids and, right. and to see his nephew on the brink of death to right. see like, this is what happens when you fuck up. This right. is what happens when you don't take other people into consideration. Look at how you harm other people. He needed to see that in that moment. Um, so I agree with that. Even though I was like, of course, the black woman got to go out there and fight the zombies. Of course, I still was like, he needed to be there with them kids, though. He he did. He had to be. It showed, and her going out there, I think it also showed a black woman's resolve. Because I think a lot of movies lack that. And for her to get out there, put that superhero cape on, run through a horde, and start thinking on the way there how to kill a zombie. Okay, I got to take y'all heads off. And before you know it, she comes back covered in blood, brains, and Talking about his jam. It's jam. We had a jam. Talking about, don't eat it though. Don't eat don't it. Don't eat 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 it. Girl. I see you, Max. You looked over there tempted. <laughs> she wanted so badly for them kids to not know how much danger they were in. Yeah, and she, she did a very good job in doing so. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if the board of ed had more teachers like that. <laughs> Listen, which also this movie is based in Australia, just to point that out. The ed's based in Australia, so you know, that's probably why better teachers there than here. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know shit about Australia, except from what people have told me. It's very racist. I don't know. But actually, I've heard I've heard a lot of a lot of black people, a lot of indigenous people, like it's racist as fuck out there. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, and they have horrible, horrible insects and bugs. That, that that's the one thing that keeps my black ass on America. Like I'll I'll brave the racism, but them bugs. Yeah, the bugs. Ooh, no. shit that drop drop animals that eat us yeah a whole and a, it's a whole, whole bug and then it will drop an animal that eats us <laughs> no 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 mm-hmm. no 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 i'm good i'm good the way yeah. my feet is set up i'm <laughs> only gonna stomp on those who invade my home and if you're too big for that you can have this bitch i'm renting so I will move out immediately mm-hmm. and let you have this. Movie. You can have this shit, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that I, I like the fact that it was based on Australia because it's always um, London or New York or LA. Yeah. I feel like that's where everything happens. London, yeah. New York, LA. And so it was nice to have it in a Except for aliens. Different... Aliens go to Washington. Yes, aliens are always going. They always want the president. For what? Yeah, they, the they fuck want you want with that moron? Um, exactly. <laughs> like please um yeah so it was nice to see like a completely different era setting for the zombie outbreak it was good to see that and the fact that it was like i was i went and looked online because i was like is there really like a u.s government facility right next to a like zoo in australia i was looking i couldn't find anything because that's pretty much what happened is that the the government like testing facility the u.s right government which yeah. also they were heavily making fun of the U.S. with those soldiers. They were very much, and I was here for it. When at the end, the um the general or colonel, I don't know what the fuck they call. Yeah. I don't know the titles. General, he was like, "Are those kids? Damn it, I can't shoot kids again." Yeah. <laughs> I was that, like, Yo. that right there. That had me going. It was like he, when he lined them up. He was like, "Yo, do you hear singing?" He was like, "Yeah, I hear it." But we gonna end that. <laughs> the yeah, army. Like we about to blast them motherfuckers. He was like, was played by Marco Napper. Oh, I was like, he was like, it's kids, damn. I was like, he really would have killed about the it. He was like, babies. Hey. Yeah, he thought. 
he took a minute to think like can i do this again nah 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 i want to be able to sleep sometimes and when he said again i was like wait 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 where you been right what, what did you, you do last summer? Children? Oh, before? Okay. okay. <laughs> Which, uh, they do kill kids. Them U.S. soldiers. They oh, surely yeah. kill kids with no problem. So I thought yeah. they were definitely making fun of America with them soldiers. And I was here for it. I thought it was great. Do it. Yeah. Do it up. We no. deserve it. <laughs> we deserve it. Shit. That um, one zombie that had eaten the porcupine, because all the zombies were eating the animals at the zoo. Yeah. And that dumbass he zombie that ate the porcupine. With the with the port with the spikes still in his face. In his <laughs> face, I was like, I was "What in the hell?" <laughs> I was done. Oh wait, and when done. the um when they were all the zombies were walking behind them behind their little tractor, yes, singing and along in the song too. I was like, "This." And is the dude drove by them. He was like, "Yo, we know how to stop them. Start he was like, singing." It's music. Music <laughs> calms them, and the soldiers yeah. were like. Like, fuck that. We got the best song for the remix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, they don't give a fuck about no. I would have killed them too. I don't care if music calms you. You're trying to eat me. Facts. Facts. What happens was, when I run out of lyrics? I'm lunch. Okay. He was <laughs> like, music calms them down. It's music. And they were singing along. If you're happy, yeah, you know it. Shout hooray. They were like, oh. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb. That was the only part that I was like, this is really, really dumb. Well, no, it wasn't the only part. There were a few parts that I was like, this is dumb. But that was one of the parts I was like, I don't know about this. The zombies reacting to music. Hmm. Yo, and not for nothing, I think I've seen maybe one or two zombie movies where they showed um, cognitive responses based on the life that they lived. So there was there were certain things that was, you know, yeah. uh, familiar. And yeah, they was, seen you know, responded to it. And I guess music could possibly be one of those things because it's universal. So, Especially kid songs, because you learn, start learning those songs the same time you're learning speech. And so they exactly. become, there is no human being. Well, no, I don't know if they do it in other languages, but you start singing if you're happy and you know it. Everybody going to, you you cannot help. Your brain is just going to do what follows. Hardwired to do it. Right. And so it might not be that they were actually cognitive. It's just that their brain is hardwired, like you said, to respond a certain way to that shit. Hell, even Barney has that effect. I was on a bus one day and I just wanted to see what happened because I have this theory that certain things trigger certain reactions. So if if you're in a group of people and you say, God, my lips are chapped, everybody's going to lick their lips. Like I don't, but my mouth feels spitty. <laughs> and I want to do this because my mouth feels spitty. That's what happens so, to me. I was on the bus one day and I'm out of nowhere just seeing this little kid and, and I was sitting there with Zai and we sitting there, we riding, and I just out of nowhere just said, I love you. And adults on the bus who did did wasn't even you trying to say it out loud. I'm looking at them and they're like, you love me. You <laughs> We're love a happy family like, with a great big hug and a yes, kiss from like, me to you. These nursery rooms have to take part. Once you hear the, the first line, you're hardwired to take part mm. in this song. You know what's coming next. So it's There's that, a few I think songs that's that the same with the zombies. There's a few childhood songs that do that to me. A few that like I, I can't help but sing it. Like the song that never ends. Once oh, I start. Oh. Once I start, I cannot stop. It I takes think it's a the, lot. The, the brushing my teeth song. Oh, and I'm brushing oh, my teeth and having so much, much fun. fun. 
That right there. Like, See, I still water? sing that song while I brush my teeth. <laughs> I still sing that song. It's in my head too. I can't find. While I brush my, I actually sing that song to determine how long I brush my teeth. Same. I do. I use that song to to determine how long I'm brushing my teeth. Same. I do. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I do. Absolutely. I, it, it is what it is. Barney has uh fully implanted himself in my brain. I wasn't a Barney fan. Like I never. You were older when Barney like really came out. Exactly. When Barney came out, it was yours. It was all for you. So I pretty much took part in it through you. Yeah, I was like maybe I might have been too old for Barney to be honest with you. Barney came out. I was probably like seven or eight. I was yeah. I was probably eleven, twelve. Yeah, I w- and but I watched Barney until I was probably about fourteen. To be honest with you, yeah, I loved Barney. In order for me to get to goosebumps and, and and all of that, I had to watch one episode of Sesame Street. Why? Every day after school, because Why? Sesame Street came on first. Oh, I never was, was into Sesame Street that much. To be honest, I was into Sesame Street up until our cousin Aru started telling me certain things about Bert and Ernie that just didn't set well with me as a kid. You were homophobic like, as a child. Come on now. Because he's telling me these things that I'm like, you know, Aru was uh, a super Muslim. So no, he Aru, wasn't. the way he spoke on it, it just, it came across that way. So I'm like, wait, what? They got separate beds. He's like, no, they should have separate rooms. They don't, they don't, they don't have friends. They don't have girlfriends. They don't, they Maybe have, they do. We didn't see. Him telling me and this. even if I, they I, don't. Let Bert and Ernie fuck each other. Who cares? Right. At that time, all I could think was, well, I shared a room with, with Kathleen. Like, what the? What is he saying? Like, they could be brothers. They're not brothers. They're not brothers. I like they, they heads are both shaped like footballs. Yeah, but one is up, the other one is on the sides. That's oh a limited God. football. He had every reason. Anyway, to me I just to never really was her. into uh, Sesame Street just because I wasn't into it. I, I don't like puppets, to be honest with you. I don't fuck with puppets like that. So that's why yeah, Sesame Street never was my about, thing. Who was the, the Oscar? He made Oscar me the feel some kind of way about Oscar. They made the garbage cans? Yes. He had, we had this homeless dude on our block. And he was probably on that corner, rain, sleet, snow, and hail for years. And he, Aru, told me he was like, he lit it on the block. So in my mind, I'm like, that's not him. He was like, yeah, that's him on TV. That's what. Oh my god! So he's telling me all the wrong things, and he has me discrediting Sesame Street left and right. I'm going to school like, please, Oscar the Grouch live on the corner. Oh my god! <laughs> R.I.P. to our cousin Aru. <laughs> R.I.P. He was hilarious. Yes, he was. And a mess. <laughs> My favorite thing that ever come out of his mouth. Don't be so mean, queen. <laughs> <laughs> he would say that shit to me all the time. Don't be so mean, queen. Smile, cat. I'm what? like, I don't fucking want to. Anyway, uh, back to the movie. Um, yeah. I, I didn't love um, Teddy McGiggle's character arc. I was disappointed that in the end, he lived up to everything I thought he would because 
there were those moments when he's alone with David where he's like, oh, I've done so much bad and I, I hate these kids and all this. And he mm-hmm. seems like he wants to redeem himself and change. And he came up with the idea to go and get the van and bring it back to the kids and they would save the kids. And the whole time I was like, he's not going to bring that van back. He's going to betray them. Like he should not be yeah. trusted with the keys the, the one whole thing, time. The one characteristic that he had through and through, whether it be in his uh, ter- uh, uh, Teddy McGiggis Giggles character or his actual person self was that he was a coward. He was a coward and he was a snake. Although it was funny. It was funny in the beginning when Lupita was knocking on the door, trying to get him to let them into the little, the little store that he was hiding in. And he was like, Oh my God, I didn't see you there. Um, but you see, I was here first and and she's like, we have kids out here. He was like, Oh, Oh wow. I didn't see that. Oh Wow. I don't give a shit. And then walked away. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he is trash. And he was foul for that. Definitely was foul so for that. Trash. And that whole fight between him and David was dumb to me. I hated that whole fight. Yeah, it was like, first of all, it was it was like watching a fight from stepbrothers. Not even like, I've never seen stepbrothers, so I don't know. It was like watching two very old men who can barely move fight. <laughs> that too it was like y'all can't even really fight stop like what are you like they were moving so slow in the oh, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you with this cup i'm coming i'm coming with the cup <laughs> yes. first of all uh, uh terry mcgiggles never threw a punch he slapped him slapped multiple him. times multiple and times open hand slapped him multiple times multiple never punched him the never. funniest thing about teddy mcgiggles though the funniest thing was him breaking shit in that store for no reason. Just <laughs> grabbing shit and throwing it on the floor. I want to go outside, throw it on the floor. Wait, there's help. Throwing mad shit just to throw it. He was just breaking shit for no reason. It had no purpose. It wasn't his no. way. He walked over to it, threw it on the ground, and then turned around and said what he had to say. Like, why are you breaking shit? No, he was that. He, he, he was the diva. He was the diva. He, he literally was the diva. Uh, but I think he was supposed to serve as like a mirror for David of like, look at how awful he is. You look like him to other people. Right. <laughs> like, you need to get your shit together. Right. And, and I was, you, he's a successful version of you. Right. A successful version. And I was just like, I really wish that they would have changed it up and had it be that in the end, Teddy McGiggles actually died in some heroic way. You know what I mean? I think it would have been I great. I thought that would have would have happened too, but when I seen him in that van and, and he wouldn't let David in, he wouldn't I let David like, in. I, I feel like, like oh, that was oh, a oh. failure in the writing. I do. They they. I feel like it would have been better to have it be where David was running toward the van and Teddy McGiggles is like trying to get him to come and hurry or trying to start the van to get to him. And then to have the puppet come from behind and get him. And then we could feel like it could have been an emotional moment for us to be like, oh, right. man, we started like to really like so Teddy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. No, because when I saw that frog. <laughs> First of all, which was hilarious that the puppet yes. was the zombie, not yes. the puppeteer. <laughs> right. Which the puppeteer was a zombie, too. But the puppet was the one that was killing yeah. motherfuckers. That's what came out of the backseat. <laughs> the puppet. You did not see Ain't the puppeteer. Yes. You saw the puppet came around the back like uh, yes. and ripped and really face. had the, the the sound yes. like he kept his head that way. I, I I'm pretty sure he been sitting in the back of that van the whole time. Like 
It was so funny. I was like, yo, the fact that this puppet is killing this nigga, not the puppeteer. The puppeteer is in the back. I was even saying to myself watching this movie, I was like, yo, does it bug me out that the first zombie movie, the first 10 zombie movies I've seen, all zombies used to say was brains. I don't feel like I've ever seen a zombie movie where zombies were saying brains. That's the, I've the seen I've that. seen parody like episodes of a TV show where zombies are saying brains, but I've never watched a zombie. They movie. all got that from the original Night of the Living Dead movie. I don't remember them saying brains. Brains. And I've seen that original movie, but that's, I, that's I I've never seen any movie though besides that then where I heard the zombie saying any words at all. Yeah, that was the only one that I actually... No, actually, there was another one where the zombies pretty much had a whole civilization. They were farming. They pretty much ran out of humans to eat. What? Humans what were movie like is this? Resistance. I can't... Re- hold up. I got, I'm going to look for it and I'm going to tell you the name because I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it was a whole... They had a leader. They had a leader. It was one zombie that was the leader. He was like the president. I mean, technically, that's what was um I Am Legend. Like, they yeah. had a whole society. Yeah, but yeah. they yeah. weren't really zombies in a traditional sense. They were humans that were turned into some type of monsters that, because of a, a, a vaccine or the cancer cure. And so, I don't know. They were zombies in the sense that it is a zombie movie because it's like humans changed into something and they were hunting other humans. Yes. But they had a whole society and were hiding out together and all this shit. So I don't know, I guess from that, but what you're saying with it, because they didn't have farms. They just learned to live as a community and protect each other. But this whole farming and shit. Just walking around, doing day-to-day shit, chilling. Chilling. I can't remember the name of the movie. I'm going to look it up and I'm going to tell you. But I, uh, Even that movie that I wanted us to watch... Um, the girl with all the gifts, I think it's called, has some version of that where the zombies kind of have a society, but they're not the people that were turned into zombies. They, it's hard to explain. You have to watch that movie. I don't even know how to explain it. It's a great movie, but yeah, um, yeah. I've I never I don't know. I've never seen any movie really where the zombie said words or were like brains or anything. But I just thought it was. I just was disappointed with Teddy McGiggles because I wanted him. I wanted him to have like a full story arc. I wanted him to be changed in the end. And they didn't give that to us. They were like, oh, all that shit he said, he still ain't going to change. He's still going to be awful and still be selfish. And it was like, but what was the point then? Why did we go through all of those moments with him? I actually looked at him as one of those people who will pray to survive and make every promise during that prayer and then survive and won't fulfill none of them shit. But he didn't even pray to survive. He wasn't even making promises. He was just like, he didn't say, if I get out of this, I'm going to be a different man. He just kept confessing his sins and crying yeah. about it. That's yeah. it. And it would have been great to see, especially since he was the one who came up with the plan. It was like, for a minute, I was like, is he? But then I was like, he's not really going to help them. He's not going to bring that van back. He's not. And then there we go with him dying in that and i wish that it could have it could have been an emotional moment and this movie that i feel was pretty realistic to how this type of situation would play out it would have mm-hmm. been great to give us that emotional moment with him dying and they could have if they made it so that he was a character we loved and felt bad to see go 
because they didn't i didn't feel bad about like i would have felt sad if one of the kids went but that's because they yeah. little baby and i think the only characters in here we would have been sad about was miss colleen felix or max because yeah. all of the other kids were there but they were kind of nameless except for that well, the kid on the the little girl that was felix's girlfriend and the little kid that had the walker spine that had spina bifida yes. i think he had yes. him the, the, yeah. Those kids I would because they all had like prominent roles. All the rest of the kids mm-hmm. were like background, whatever. Yeah. And so it it would have been sad to lose one of them or or Lupita's character, like you said. But even David, I wouldn't have felt like I'd have been like, let that nigga die because he trash anyway. I didn't care. Yeah, I actually was looking forward to David going through one of these uh moments where even if he had to cut off his arm because he got bit. Same. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for some sacrifice, some serious physical some, sacrifice. Serious from him. sacrifice from him, but. We couldn't get the sacrifice, you know, but we did get the growth of, of him as a character mm, and yeah. the maturity of him as a character, I, which I thought was actually pretty good, but I still would have loved to see him have to cut that arm off. Arm no, better yet, I would have loved to see him sit there whining and crying about it while old girl did it. Miss, uh, what's her name? Um, nah, I wouldn't have wanted to see it that way. I would have wanted to see it where it happens and he has to do it to himself. Like he's alone, he's separated from Miss Um. What was her name? Is it Miss Carlyle? Miss Carlene. Miss Carlene. I would have loved to see him by himself. Because remember, when she went inside under the door, he was outside fighting the zombies. Going, Miss Carlene, help me, Miss Carlene, <laughs> wait, wait for me, crying and shit, and then climb to the roof of the damn building. But. I would have loved to see him by himself, especially in that moment with Teddy McGiggles, where it was just the two of them and Teddy McGiggles betrayed him. It would have been great if in that moment, like maybe he got bit or something by the shock of it. And then he had to chop his own arm off and he's there scared. And then they tried to give us that moment where he's talking to his sister, like, I, these are the things I should have said. And it was like, I don't care about you or your sister. I haven't developed that relationship with y'all. The movie hasn't helped me with that. So. And even with that one, I thought that was you know, more in his growth because now this is him realizing you're an asshole. I get it. I get that it was his growth, but they were trying to give us an emotional moment and it wasn't there for me. There was no emotion in it for me. Right. And even his sister, she took that as, like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? Dude, you've been awful for years. You think you could call me with an apology? Like, give right me more. before you about to die because now right? she's scared because she like, why the fuck you saying this? You Where got my, my son kid. at? Right, where the fuck is my son? You over here talking about, I'm sorry. Where is my son? Give me more. (laughs) Give me more. We don't believe you. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, What else is there to say about this movie? I don't know if I have more to say. I do have some questions, though. Let's hear it. All right. First, oh, also, real quick before I get to my question. The fat shaming of the little the, the little little chubby kid. It was a lot. Max. Yeah, it was a lot. Where the soldier tried to pick him up and he was too heavy. And it was like, come on, he's fine. <laughs> nah, but with this soldier- It was funny. I laughed. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. But come on. Yeah. When he picked him up, he was like, oh my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't you see all the other kids getting snatched up quick and easy? And then the soldier's like, oh. He literally shit. tried to run. He really tried to pick him up and run. You don't do that. <laughs> the rest of them kids was a bag of peanuts. This was a dog food bag. Like, he tried to that rush. That shit was up. funny, but it was still wrong. 
Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was wrong. On, but it was hilarious. on this one, on this note, because it was funny, I'm gonna let the shaming pass. I'm not even gonna. Uh, look I'm, like I'm not. Shaming. I'm not complaining. I'm you know what I'm saying? I feel problem. like. I feel like you need some degree. Like David's character was total xenophobic. He was totally disgusting. Him no. masturbating to the teacher's picture was disgusting. He was fetishizing her. He was disgusting. But the reason why I'm not saying I excuse it, but the reason why I'm like not tripping is because sometimes you need a character like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if we try to write stories and movies as if those people don't exist in the world, that's a lie. It's a fallacy. People right. like him exist. Right. People that are just as vile and disgusting and rude and ableist and all that shit, they exist. And so we can't be yep. out here writing shit pretending like they don't. So I was I'm that's why I'm not mad at that character. I just thought that moment with the soldier, come on now, but it was still funny. I'm not gonna lie. I cackled. Anyway. <laughs> I saw that when I when I heard his voice trying to pick the boy because he had the mask on and was muffled he was like oh god was like, oh my god <laughs> yo that i was, was hilarious he is that shit that part hilarious. right there really that part got me because and even with um um what are these guys names and uh 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 even that movie uh scary movie one of the killers in the movie kind of reminds me of what david has to go through you know, uh, in terms of who David used to be as the disgusting guy. Mm-hmm. He's nasty. He's just, just outright weird. The the one that was drooling through the half the movie. Don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. From uh, <laughs> so, you know, so, yeah, that's the movie. Scream. I'm wondering, did they tell him to spit like that? I, did they tell him that? He's done it in so many movies. I he he did it in 13 Ghosts. Yes. In that's 13 Ghosts, he was drooling all over the place. Like, I what? think that's one of, maybe one of his uh, excitable character flaws. I think that's... He reminds movie. me, when he gets like that, he reminds me of... um, What's his name? That The guy that's like the worst actor ever, but always in every damn movie. He was in... Was it Wicker Man? Where he... No, not maybe it's not Wicker Man. He's like, the bees! Not the bees! What is his name? Nicholas Cage. Yes. He when he acts like that, he reminds me of Nicholas Cage. Like you're doing too much right now, sir. That's not how you give us emotion by screaming and spitting all over yourself. What the hell? Yeah, Nicholas Cage is one of those, even with uh uh he's very animated in his actions. So too a lot animated. of his movies, he's he's doing stupidness with yeah. his hands and He's, he's very animated with his acting. Even mm-hmm. though I like a lot of his movies, I like a lot of Nicolas Cage movies. I'm not going to downplay him as an actor. I'm not going to say that they're chart toppers. Okay. It's not on my, my fave movie. I can tolerate a lot of Nicolas Cage movies. I, okay, I can, I can live with that one. <laughs> That's what I can say. There is this, um, I've never seen this movie, but there's this guy on YouTube who does a series called Hilariosity, where he mm-hmm. talks about movies that are so bad, they're good. And he, in his intro, he has clips of different movies. And one of the clips he has is Nicolas Cage in a movie where he's in a business meeting. He's going, I've never lied. Not, not, no, not ever. I've never lied. No, not ever. <laughs> and I was like, why is he doing this? How, why is he, how does this man keep getting jobs? It's so bad. Even in Ghost Rider, when he went from the transition of going from Johnny Cage Never to the Ghost Rider. Because, it's, because he was in it. I was like, I'm not going to watch this movie. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm okay. The transition from him transforming from Johnny Cage to human to 
Ghost Rider to Demon Hunter, it was just like it was extra. It was extra. I'm good. I'm good on the laughing, giggling, and rolling, and it, it was extra. Mm-hmm. It was one of those scenes where the cameras kind of circles the actor repeatedly oh, while he's God. going through his transformation and all of that, and and he's just doing stupid shit. See, and that makes it worse when the cinematography is just as over the top as the acting. It's like, come on, somebody's got to give some. Come on. Anyway, let me go into my questions because I got questions for the makers of this movie. There's like 150 producers of this movie. There's a lot of producers for this movie. There was a lot of them. So first question. So our guy, David, tried to propose to his now ex-girlfriend. Then two days later, was in love with Lupita. Make that make sense. <laughs> I would just like for someone to make that make sense. Like, he just finished calling his ex-girlfriend a slut for having sex with someone after they broke up. She didn't cheat on him after they broke up. He's toxic as fuck. And then two days later, he's a changed man completely and in love with Lupita. And now he's just a completely different guy. Nah, I don't well, believe it. I think he did. <laughs> One of those corny things that a lot of corny men do when the relationship is over and they know they lost out, they try to bring a ring into the situation or like, a Oh, that's absolutely what he did. And and that's, that's, that's what he was trying to do. And it didn't work out. It's still toxic. Yeah, It's right. manipulative as fuck. Right. Um, second question. When Felix ran out of the little place that they were hiding in from all the zombies mm-hmm. and was running through the zoo, where did he find that Darth Vader costume? I want to know too. I'm, I think it was in his book bag. The book bag was small as fuck. That helmet is huge. It was not in there. It was not in there. I was like, where the fuck did he get this costume from? I asked the same question and I'm still confused on whether or not did he actually close that gate with his mind or did the zombie? No, the it? zombie pushed into it and it closed as oh, the zombie okay. was pushing and he thought that he closed it. He didn't close it. But yeah, that that leads into for him in that one. I was like, "You did it, Felix! No, you did it, nigga!" No, he didn't. He didn't do any magic. He didn't. He didn't use the force. He no, it's not what happened. Um, but that leads into the next question: How did Felix get away from all those zombies blocking his only exit? How the fuck did he get out of there? Because yeah. that gate closed and all the zombies were leaned up on it. That was the only way out. So where did he go? How did he get out of there to go and save David? Right. That's a major plot hole. Y'all got to make major. that make sense. Major. Wow. Okay. Next you question. Help us out with that one. I'm listen. Next question. Was the road really blocked when David was driving the tractor? Why didn't he just drive around the zombies eating that like cow or whatever? Oh, eating the person? No, they were eating. It was a group of zombies eating a cow, and he was driving the tractor. He was like, the road is blocked, but it was a big field. So drive around them. <laughs> Why are you? The road is not blocked. Did, well, I think he did it because then isn't it you know uh, custom that those roads usually have ditches on the side of them? And he's pushing. Oh, a tractor. he wasn't in a road. He was in the zoo. There was no ditch. He was in an open field, and there were two lines where the tractor wheels had probably like the path that it had gone a lot, but it wasn't right. a road that the tractor was stuck on. He could easily drive to the left or the right off of it. He said the road is blocked and then wouldn't drive no further. But like, then he could barely drive that shit to begin with. Remember, Felix told him how Felix to drive. Felix had to tell him how to drive it. But still, he <laughs> figured out how to go forward. He could have just continued going forward. Go left a little bit. Like, right. you know how to turn a wheel left and right? What? 
No, does that thing have? Yeah, did it have wheels? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. it's a tractor. It had wheels. Right. He could have gone around. Right. I didn't. Get, it, it didn't make sense. And last question, and I think this is the most important question: What happened to the Asian girl? Oh my goodness! What happened to her? We followed her through the whole first half of the movie. She came. We saw her go to the government facility with her family. They were trying to get to the zoo. They were speaking. I don't know if they were Japanese or or what. I think they might have been Japanese. I don't remember. But she's speaking and, and whatever language. I can't remember if she's Japanese or not. But she's like trying to get help and directions. They tell them where the zoo is. And just as they drive off, the zombies are coming out. And they drive off whatever happily and go to the zoo. They get to the zoo. They're playing putt-putt golf. And they go to take a picture. They see the, the zombie. Father the father goes, goes to stand next to the zombie because he thinks it's fake. And the zombie eats him. And she took off and left her family. Took the fuck off and was yes. gone. The zombies ate her family up. That bitch was booking. Then we <laughs> see her again. The whole movie, she's just running through the, the zoo. Ah! Ah! <laughs> whole movie. Every time we see her, she's just running and screaming. R- avoiding the zombies doing the, the the football shuffle okay like she's like dodging ducking surviving hauling ass that was going on she was surviving yes the last time we see her she is walking quietly because she thinks i guess that she got away and she comes across a huge group of the zombies eating an animal in like a barn and she runs away and another zombie comes after her the zombie that was in the um the the outfit what's the Oh, the, the, the pilot outfit or something like that? No, the character oh, outfits that they wear, like when people dress as Mickey Mouse or... Oh, the... the, the what the fuck is that shit called? The mascot? Mascot, yes. Yes. The zombie dressed in the mascot outfit. When she, she ran past that one and she just continued running off. We don't see where she runs to. Nothing catches her. We just hear her screaming and running as she has been doing the whole movie. And then we never see her again. The movie ends and we never see her again. And I was looking for her when I watched it again. I was looking for her in the crowds of zombies. Like maybe she got bit. Didn't see her. What happened to her? I'm pretty sure she's back in Taiwan or wherever she was from. I don't think she's And her sneakers are smoking. Probably she was out. Booked it across the ocean. Um, Or the, the sea. I don't know. Don't I don't know geography that well. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, but I don't I don't think she was Thai. I don't think she was from Taiwan. I think she I think she was Japanese. I think might, I'm not hundred percent. The way they portrayed sure. them was like tourists. Yeah, so they, they were hundred percent tourists. They were absolutely tourists. Yeah. And yeah. The the kind of tourists that they were portraying them as is like Japanese tourists. They look they looked like they didn't know where they were or what they were doing. Ever. And so at yeah, time. at any point in time, they didn't at know what the fuck was going on. Where the fuck they were. <laughs> They were just happy to be there. Just having a great time. <laughs> having a great time until that zombie ate her dad. And she said, goodbye, family. Exactly. You will have a great time. And they ripped it. up his face off. She said, I'm Okay. Out. And I don't know if that was her brother or her husband that she was that with. Dropped but the he, camera? That dropped the camera. He was just standing there like he couldn't believe what was going. And she was like, ah, booking it. Okay. Booking. And he was just standing there staring while the father get ate up by the damn son. I mean, what do you do at that point? This nigga walked over picture, and now his face and, and meat and, and, and all of that is on the floor. You run like that girl did. I would have been right with her. Me and her would have ran into each other and looked at each other like, what's that cliche when people <laughs> run in in opposite direction and they run up to each other and they just look at each other like, ah, and then run. <laughs> that would have been me and her. Because okay? I have been all over the place too. Like, I don't know where to go. Ah. 
And then I'm like, did she die? Because they ended up blowing up the whole zoo. Right. Yeah. They sent the, 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 the nuke over there. Right. So I'm like, is she dead? Where is she? I don't think she's dead. I think she went into the woods somewhere and got away from the zombies and found her way somewhere. I don't think that, that girl that's dead. A, that's a strong possibility, but I don't see her escaping that. that uh, Not them bombs. I know. No, she could. I believe she escaped them zombies, but she ain't escaped them bombs. Yeah, but I didn't see her. I looked all through that movie looking to see if because she had on a very distinct outfit. She was wearing yeah. white jeans, a white jacket, a pink shirt, and a white hat, I believe, right? Yeah, a white hat. So I was looking yeah. for that outfit all throughout the movie and I did not see it. She, she didn't get bit. The, the army might have took her out. I think they did because they she were might have died. She might have caught it from the good guys. She might have. Quotations. Right. She might have caught it from the good guys. Right. Very, very quote unquote good guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, they were happy to kill children at some point. Uh, but not again. We're not not again. This not this not time. Again. No. Can't do it again. We the last 10 times is we enough. Need least, we need at least four years in between kid killings. I'm saying. We have to space it out. We can't just do this every summer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. But yeah. So on a scale, do you have any questions for this movie? No. Actually, you covered it. And, I, and the one question I had was, where was old girl going? And I, you covered it. She gone. That was my question because she was out through the whole movie. The whole movie, booking it by herself. She didn't have nobody with her. Nobody with her. With her little backpack on her back. Exactly. Wherever her husband, where she left her husband at, I don't know if he's still alive. He gone. I'm sure he she gone. He was surviving. Yes. Off of so, nothing. Just running and screaming. Running and screaming. Right. I know when she finally stopped, she had a headache. Because all that screaming. Probably and- did. Because she was running overnight. Remember, they were yes. there overnight. So overnight, <laughs> she was running <laughs> all the way to the next day. Like, Damn. That's horrible. <laughs> like, goddamn, where did she go? Yeah, what happened to her? One. You nailed it on that one because I was curious about her too. But I looked at her as like uh, uh, one of those reoccurring jokes in the movie. Absolutely, yeah. I I felt like that was the role, but it would have been great if they finished the joke. Like, give us the punchline. <laughs> like, show her at some point, somewhere in the end, like running up to the soldiers or like when they got into the tractor, have her run up to the tractor and like jump on it, like something. All that, and she, we don't even see if she survived or not. Like, what the fuck? Where's she at? What happened to her? Well, at least get to, you know, just before you roll the credits, and she just screams out, why is no one helping me? Something. And still running. Right? Well, something at the last minute. No, I'm going to go back and see if there's an end credit scene. But maybe might, she's still maybe. running. Yeah. I'm going to go back the and Golden see. Gate, like. Right. <laughs> see that. Maybe she ran her ass all the way back to the airport and was like, I need to get the fuck out of this country. Yes. <laughs> Need to see that. I'm gonna go back it's and look. The rest of your your entourage. Nope, 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 nope. They don't worry about them. I'm here. Well, Get me on no, this plane. Right. Shit. I need whatever. I'm, I'm gonna go back and look for that. I'm gonna go back and see if I can find an end credit scene <laughs> where she is still running. Cause that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. She's yes. still running, still hauling yes. ass, trying to get away. Yes. That'd be great. Still screaming. <laughs> She was screaming when um the teacher was like, "No, we're playing tag." You see that lady? She's winning, and she pointed to the girl screaming and running. And she's like, "You see, she's winning. That's what we have to do. Don't let them touch you." And I was like, "Good God!" And they was really running in a little snake train. Yes, yes. The be- oh my God! When they got to the bus driver, and the bus driver was like, "Don't come this way." He's being eaten by the zombies. I was like, "Shout uh-huh. out to him." Being eaten by the zombies, and he's like, "Don't come and this way." They got on the bus. The help. 
Yep. He was like, don't come here. Go save yourself. I was like, that's like, no, don't even help me. I'm gone, y'all. This is my last good deed, y'all, before I start chewing on y'all. Don't come on over here. That's my last one. Don't come over here because I'm going to chew on y'all too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, on a scale of one to five zombie hand puppets, what do you rate this movie? I'd give this movie a good four. Give it a good four. Why is your child screaming like there's a zombie hand puppet coming after her? Because she is a zombie hand puppet. <laughs> I believe it. Um, you give it I a give four. Four um, solid. Uh, I thought the comedy was good. Again, I love the growth of David in that movie. I definitely one hundred percent love the uh, uh, strong female black lead that that pretty much you know ran this whole show. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, I definitely loved the four kids that they spotlighted in here in this movie. Yeah. Um, I also I, I liked. Uh, Josh Gade is telling me giggles. He de- definitely um, gave that character something. The story had uh, some holes when it came to David, but other than that, I thought it was a solid picture. Yeah, I agree. It has some plot holes for sure. Major plot holes. Right. I don't know if I would give it four. I would probably give it a three and a half. And the only reason I, I can't give it all the way up to a four, it definitely isn't a five, but I can't give it the four because of all the plot holes like major major plot holes that are like come on now and, and because did- of the way they fucked up with teddy mcgiggle's character the right. fact that it wasn't jack black playing playing him to be honest with you should have been jack black <laughs> yeah, right. you know what i'm saying and also the fact that we don't find out what happens to the damn girl i need to know that right. that right. is major that takes away at least five points for me point a right. half a point for me so right. three and a half well, even with that i think yeah, uh i gave it that because i think this is a a, a family fun movie and I think, um, you know, if you got uh, uh, preteens in your in your pack, they'll definitely enjoy this movie and you can enjoy it with them. I feel like if you're trying to get your kid to be into like horror movies, this would be a good movie to start with. Good movie. Because all of the main characters survive and anyone who dies, like the gore is not so much that it'll like ruin you. Yeah, it didn't, You it, know what it, I mean? It's not traumatizing for Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. So, so I think this is a good starter horror movie for sure. Yes. Don't show them this before showing them Hellraiser. Don't right. do Hellraiser oh. straight out the gate. Exactly. Let we them see this. <laughs> you gotta work your way up. There's levels to this shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um again, this was a family fun movie. So I think this uh this this movie I gave it a solid four. I'm not gonna go any higher, I'm not gonna go any lower. I'm gonna stick to the solid four. You gave it a three That's and a, a half. Movie. Yeah. So um I think it's a good, yeah. a good mixture. I recommend it to people. I recommended it to Brownie over the weekend when we were all stressed about the election. I was like, girl, watch um, Little Monsters. It'll make you laugh and make you feel yeah. good. I and actually recommended it to several people myself. Yeah, I, I recommend it for sure to watch. Would I watch it again? Nah, maybe next year sometime. Right. It's this- not going to be a permanent part of my horror movie, like Halloween, spooky night, let's watch it. But... Uh, I, I could see myself where I'm scrolling through and I'm like, you know, I ain't watched this movie in a minute. Let me watch Little Monsters. I could see myself doing that. All right. Lupita, I will definitely see you next year for Halloween because I'll be, uh, you'll be in my Halloween listing for next for year. For us, sure. Yes. Yes. Damn, I got to watch Us. I ain't watched that in a long time. That movie actually really scares me. <laughs> us? 
Yeah, because I have this thing about doppelgangers. I've done a lot of research on them. Doppelgangers are what pretty much the characters in that movie are. It's another verse. It's you. It's you in the flesh in front of you. And Mm -hmm. what I've read is like, if you see your doppelganger, that is a bad sign. And you should never speak to your doppelganger. And if Mm -hmm. your doppelganger gives you advice, do not listen. It is dangerous. So because your doppelganger is seen as like your evil twin. They're your evil. And if they're telling you things, they're trying to stray you to like evil. And I just, I don't, I don't like it. It's creepy. And I think that's why. hmm? How do you know which one is evil? What do you mean? How do you know which one is evil? If I see my doppelganger, and which I think I have, I've never actually spoke to him. um, No, you're just talking about a person that looks like you. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. A doppelganger is like what is in us, where it is your exact copy your oh. evil twin that's right. what i'm talking about like a the real term people use doppelganger to mean oh that person looks just like you they could be your doppelganger but no i mean what the term really means is like the, someone who is you like a diff another version of you that exists in the world and you should not be speaking to them mm. like if you got up out of your bed and found you standing in your kitchen get the fuck out of there yeah, I'm pretty much going to do that anyway. And I'm not going to ask no questions like, damn, I'm handsome. No, I'm not even doing that. I, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not evaluating the situation. I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Because yeah. what the research I have done, and I did this research before I ever saw us, of like doppelgangers are bad shit. You, you, see, a do- you see your doppelganger. You see you. And it tries to talk to you. Get the fuck out of there. Wow. So that's why us really, just because I had that prior knowledge going into it, and then that movie did everything my prior knowledge told me, which was like, your doppelganger (laughs) is bad fucking news. (laughs) So it was like, that shit just like, ooh, that movie really fucked me up. Like, it really scared me just because of the knowledge I I already had. I only got familiar with that term because of, what was that show? Everybody had a doppelganger on it Um, uh, 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 with the two vampire brothers. It's like Twilight. I have no idea. Um, God, what is it? Uh, Vampire Diaries. Oh, I ain't never seen that in my life. That show, every season, there's at least two to three doppelgangers. Yeah, I, I, I won't be watching. So you see the same character playing. You see the same actor playing multiple characters, and it's always, I right, there's the good version of me and there's the bad version. Mm. I'm I've I've never seen that show ever. I I've, I I. It's, it's actually not a bad show. It's actually a pretty good show. You just got to work your way into it. It starts off Mm-mm. on some uh, Twilight uh, uh, energy. Yes. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so we about to wrap it up. Those are our feelings on the movie. I, it was good. Enjoyed it. Would watch again. Recommend it. Three and a half is my rating for it, but y'all give it a try. If you haven't watched it yet, give it a try. I think you'll like it. Um, find it on Hulu. If you got a fire stick, you definitely find it on there as well. And I believe it's on Amazon Prime. Um, it's on Amazon Prime? Uh, I believe so. Um, so check that movie out. Give it a look and let us know. G- give us a comment. Tell us what yeah, you Yeah, tell us what y'all think of it. Tell us how you feel about Teddy McGiggles. Do you think Jack Black should have played him? Um, <laughs> like I do. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, 
And tell me, Lupita, Lupita is not one of the strongest Black female leads you've seen in a long time. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, in 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 in, in this genre. Eh, no, I don't know. In, in a horror? while. In, in, in a while. I mean, in a while. Maybe in a while. I don't know. If you want to if you want to put it that way, like it's been years since we've seen like a horror with a female, black female lead or whatever. But um, I don't know. I have to do some research because she's been in other things and there's been other like I don't know. I have to do some research before I can claim that. Okay, so even in her other roles, I think that um she leaves a very uh, uh good impression. She leaves her impression on those roles. Like I, she doesn't have many roles that um that are forgettable. Even no, that I I can agree with. But my favorite role for her was in Us. That is the the best role I've seen her in of everything, even out of Black Panther. And I love Black Panther. I just feel like she was better in Us than Black Panther. I wish oh, that someone and else I have would a movie have played. I have a movie recommendation. Um, what is the girl's name from Lovecraft Country? She plays uh, the light-skinned girl's sister. Journey Smollett. Her. She has a movie out right now called uh, His House. It's a, uh, uh, CJ, that's horror. the movie we're watching next week for next one. <laughs> you don't even have to recommend. Oh, I was just about yeah. to say <laughs> the next movie we watch is His House. That's the one we're talking about on the next episode. Yo. That's who we were watching. I've heard too many good things about it. I've heard way Yo. too many good things. So I was like, Kathleen, I came in, I say, 45 minutes into the movie, I started watching it and was hooked. I didn't even watch the beginning. I'm yet. so excited to watch that movie because it's horror, right? Yes. It's proper horror and it's a mainly yes. black cast. It's and I think a- it's African, right? It's like based in Africa. Africa. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know what country in Africa, but it is in Africa. And I was like, I've been hearing nothing but good things about that movie. And I was Very like, we have movie. to do that next. Yes. That's going to be episode movie. nine. And yeah. that, that the next episode will be our penultimate episode. We only have two more episodes to go from here. And after next episode, one more. And our final episode, I want to have us have some special guests on. Okay. Y'all going to have to listen to find out. I will talk to CJ about it after we finish recording. But y'all going to have to listen to know who's on that episode. So we will have some special guests on our 10th episode. And that will be... (laughs) (laughs) The excitement. If y'all could have seen the class. (laughs) The clap where your fingers don't touch. It's just yes. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. But yeah, so we're I want us to have some special guests on that episode. And um we're gonna do his house for episode nine. I cannot wait to watch that movie. I yes. cannot wait. I've heard nothing but good. Ch- I didn't know Journey was in there. Yes. She's a phenomenal actress. Oh my goodness. She She's so good. Very good. Very good. I've I've never I've, seen her I've, in anything I've, I've, from full house to now. I've never seen her in anything where I didn't enjoy her presence. She's yep. so good. So in uh, I'm I'm definitely enjoying her as an actor. Um even in Lovecraft Country, I take her as mm-hmm. more of the more serious roles on that show. Mm-hmm. There's her role has very little smiles in it. In Lovecraft, nobody's us to be honest with you. Real yeah, talk. I think everybody has that that moment where they can joke for a minute. She Even had it too. She joked with her. Tick. She joked a lot with Tick, and she laughed a few times with her sister. But right. it's just that most of them roles were serious roles. Very. But and I think I take her as one of the more serious roles in that 
because she has her own un, uh, ensemble of events that's going on. It ties into theirs, but it's still her own ensemble of events that's going on. So. I agree. And so does her sister. Like, I, that's yeah. another one. And oh my God, talk about beautiful. Yes. The girl that plays her sister, mm-hmm. her fucking face yes. offends me. How dare she look that way? How dare she? <laughs> Shit. She's so beautiful. Yes. Uh. Yes. Anyway, let's wrap it up for for real, for real. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I don't, I don't even remember. What, my brain just went completely blank. Um, yeah, know you had a good time. Come yes. back next time to talk about his house. So make sure you watch that so you can joke and laugh and talk with us. And stick around for episode ten where we will have some special guests on. And uh, yeah, go follow us on the social medias, uh, Loud It Pod. That's Loud ITT Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me, Kathleen underscore Natea. That's Kathleen underscore N A Y T I A on Instagram and Twitter. Follow my brother on Nino. Is it just Nino the Kid or Nino underscore? Uh, Nino the Kid. Yes. Okay, Nino the Kid. N-E-E-N-O-D-A-K-Y-D-D on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, those are the places where we are. Follow us, uh, talk to us, tell us what you think of the episodes. I'm trying to get us on some other databases so y'all can listen whenever and wherever and don't have to go to our site to listen on a Buzzsprout, but things take time, okay? Might not happen till season two. But there will be a season two. Okay. Be patient, motherfucker. Be patient. (laughs) Be patient. Anywho, it's been fun. You already. We're gonna definitely get into his house and we're gonna come back with more stuff, more shocks, more thrills with fantasy, horror, and sci-fi, and give you more on loud, loud in the theater. Which you was you about to say? Because you was not about to say loud in the theater. I was about to, you know, I was about to, I was still thinking about lit. So <laughs> right here on Loud in the Theater with your boy, Nina the Kid, and my sis, Kathleen Natea. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.